All right, good afternoon, everybody. Today we are gonna be talking about kind of the second part of the Industrial Revolution. So the Industrial Revolution is a time period where all this technology is gonna start coming into the United States. And with that technology coming in, our businesses were able to grow at a level that we don't think we were ever really ready for. And because we weren't kind of ready for it, there was a lot of things that kind of changed along the way. But what we need to understand most in these sections is that with the industrial level, <clears throat> excuse me, revolution, what that brought was brand new business opportunities. And once people started to figure out how to do this, these business opportunities the right way, it was a big positive for our country at the same time as almost being a negative. And I'll kind of get into that a little bit uh, it just kind of in a couple minutes here on, on this, but also as we continue to talk about this, uh, this whole section. So we have these natural resources that are coming in that we realize we have in the United States that other people don't have. And because of that, it just boosts our economy. We have oil. We have all this other stuff. We have all these technological advances going on. We have iron ore. We have all of this stuff that everybody else needs throughout the world and in our country just to make it better. So because of that, our workforce is also going to grow. So now more people are going to work. So before in the United States, you essentially, if you didn't have an education, you were a farmer and everybody was farmers. You know, every, you know, George Washington, part of one of his big jobs, he was a farmer. Thomas Jefferson, same thing. Being a farmer in the United States was like the, the gig that you wanted back then and that's going to slowly start to change and with this free enterprise system that we have and if you took economics you know that, that means our government's not going to stand in your way of what you do so you can charge as much or as little as the market decides our market was deciding something completely different than we were and in that with that uh policy people were like hey if I can produce steel cheaper and make more money than somebody else, I'm gonna do it. And when I went and do it, they became something called an entrepreneur. And an entrepreneur's job was to take a business and make it as big as possible. And at the time in the United States, our government's job was to say, nope, I am not getting involved in your processes at all. I'm staying as far away from your business as I can because it's not my place as a government to run your run your business. So all of that kind of leads to this great boom in industry in the United States. There's another part that also comes with it. So first, there's this idea that our government wants nothing to do with messing with businesses. Businesses can do what they want. But the second part of this also deals with we're going to start getting all of these different we're gonna start getting all these different uh, products that are being able to be created, all these different ways of doing things. So let's start with a big one. We're gonna get electricity. Before Thomas Edison establishes uh, how to create an electrical circuit and have lights running and cut off at the same time, factories had to stop once it got too dark. So instantly you've just added in some places up to eight hours, nine hours of your day that you can continue to run things. Then we're gonna increase our communication. We went from having a telegraph, which was basically a long letter that went all the way across the country and would take 10 days sometimes or you know less. Or, I'm sorry, not the telegraph, the, mail, the, the old way of doing it was the mail. And the mail would take 10 days, sometimes more. 
after that, then you had a telegraph and that still took an hour. So that's not like super quick for a business sense. And that's all going to lead to this idea from the telegraph, we come to the telephone. And when we get the telephone, it's just going to create easier communication for all of us. And guess what? When we have that easier communication, we can kind of break up big parts of our big parts of our country throughout. All this was happening kind of throughout our country. And after the Civil War, I don't know if any of you guys remember from when you were in eighth grade, probably is when you would have talked about this, but after the Civil War, the South was truly, truly struggling. And what the United States does to help rebuild the South, we sent our businesses down there to make it more, not just based on agriculture like it was. We basically said, listen, the South rose because of slave labor, but it didn't have any businesses, which is why it lost the Civil War. So we're going to start sending factories down there to work, different lumber factories, different, you know, places, ways for them to make as much money as possible. And we're going to go in and rebuild their railroads so that they are all kind of working together. And as they're working together, it seems like it's going to work. It just takes a little bit longer. And part of why it takes longer is you're going to see the price of cotton just completely drops. And as that starts to drop, which was such a big part in the South at the time, they're also going to lose the, on some of the prices of tobacco and things of like that. Both of those two crops were such a big part of the economy in the South that it kind of changed the way the South had to look. They needed a new plan. So even if the South would have won the Civil War, they probably would have been begging to come back to the United States probably 10 years later because the, the economy in the, in the South was hit so hard with the dropping price of cotton and, and everything else. So what was the impact of industrialization on the rest of the world? Well, the first big thing that it does is that these dominant world markets, such as grain and steel and textiles, we, we're like the best in the world at it. And because we're the best in the world, it creates this idea that, you know what, maybe we can be better than we want. It's also going to change the way every individual uh, American is going to live their life. You were moving to cities for the first time. Before you wanted to find a big plot of land and you wanted to run your farm that way. Now you're going to be living in a city with other people around you. And you're going to need a lot of these different changes to make your city work. We're going to start having some big pollution problems. We're going to have all these other stuff kind of go on. It's going to lead to the creation of the National Park Service so that people don't just turn everything into a factory and we still have land. Not that that ever was gonna happen, but people got really, really concerned about it because it was such a quick growth and such a quick like kind of idea as to, we need to make sure we take, we need to make sure we save the land or else all of our land is just gonna go to the factories. All of these factors led to this boom in our economy. This. From this time period, the end of the Industrial Revolution, up until the end of the Civil War, I'm sorry, the end of World War II, and even some would say all the way to modern day, this is a time of American world domination in a lot of ways, where we, as our, as our country grows, we grew more influence and power everywhere else. And that's all gonna become, that's gonna all lead to a culminating factor with World War I, where we save Europe in World War I, and then we do it again in World War II. 
but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. So you guys will have to tune in next time to see where this all goes in American history. Again, your assignment's gonna be posted up tomorrow for you guys with that assignment. With that assignment, please make sure that you guys are you know, getting everything turned in. If you need anything, please reach out. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.